Put my mic down. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I might have gotten canceled. Oh, shit. What happened? Uh-oh. There we go. There we go. Now my shit's back. <laughs> Yo, welcome. We are in the bucket now, motherfuckers. Where we have fun, we let loose, and speak the red, and even sometimes black pill truth. The This episode might offend even my ardent supporters and friends and... Of course, Susan is promised, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> why do I choose to? Why do I choose to stop caring? Is because I fucking can, stupid. All right, so we gonna you know get this connected here. Ah, oh, shit! Holy fucking shit! That that intro was too loud for the crowd. Everything was large. Everything was large, baby. I don't know. Maybe on my end it was stutter stepping a little bit, but we we back. So in the bucket, this is what I do. I usually upload the playback on BitChute, Odyssey, and MGTOW.TV. The audio-only version, if you want to bump it in your podcast, tomorrow go for a Sunday drive and, um, you know, put it on Anchor, or you can go see us on, or listen to us, excuse me, on the Pat on the podcasting sites like Spotify and iTunes and stuff like that. And let me start off the show by saying to you, I miss you guys. Hey, I miss, I miss you guys. So miss you guys. I miss you guys. Hey, miss you guys. Well, I took a vacation. Caught up with a few MGTOW brothers, and now I'm feeling fresh and renewed, and I'm ready to go. Let's get it. Now, as for me and myself these days, it's like this. I've reached a point in my life where my brain just goes, hey, so let's just say the shit first and then see what happens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's, it's going to be crazy. So since our last show... There was so much that I didn't get to speak on, like Chappelle, Rogan, Warren Farrell, Kyle Rittenhouse, John Gruden, Fauci, or my man True Sherm likes to call him Fucci, um, Aaron Rodgers, Big Bird, yes, the Sesame Street one, Big Bird, and Face Bird, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we're going we gonna to talk about all sorts of shit today, and yeah, I said Face Bird. You know what I'm saying? Because it's been ran by a robotic Jew that don't know his ass from a toaster. My bad, ADL. I might get canceled for that. Don't give a fuck. For some strange reason, he's got more in common with basketball player Meta World Peace than his old college buddies when he was starting Facebook. Punk motherfucker. You seen when he tried to apologize and shit? He was looking all robotic and shit like that. You know, ugh, gross. And yeah, you've seen the intro. I didn't speak on Travis Scott yet. Travis Scott and Squid Game. What What the fuck is that shit? Is it the, the boober thing from Mario? Bloober? 
squirting ink on motherfuckers. I don't know. I mean, I don't watch that shit. God damn it. So we got a lot to unpack here. So sit tight. Stay tuned. Because we in the motherfucking bucket, motherfucker. Let's talk economics, man. All right. So there's a supply chain crisis out there. And here's what sparked my interest. You all know that inflation's at 6.2% at the time of this show. And that's a 30-year high, brothers. Right? So it looks like Thanksgiving is going to be hell. Instead of having turkey, we're going to end up having, uh, you know, Walmart leg quarters. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> instead, of, instead of motherfucking pumpkin pie, we're going to end up having sweet potato yam pie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All that cheap shit. You know what I mean? And um, look, we're back to selling our freedom at $4 a gallon. Hell. You know, you might as well just have you fuck it. You might as well just and I seen this meme a while back. You might as well just drive up to a goddamn gas station, right? And instead of the numbers that tell you the price of this shit, it should go arm, leg, ass, left nut. You know what I'm saying? Instead of the regular prices and your left nut, that's diesel. <laughs> shit. Yeah. I'm tired of the current administration already. And it looks like Biden is the new George W. Bush of the Democrats. I mean, I, I can't believe it. In just one fucking episode. I mean, in just one year. This motherfucker already became worse than goddamn Bush was. You know what I'm saying? So, wow. Oh, shit. Speaking of which, payday was yesterday for me, right? And... um my dumb ass wanted to take the longest route to go to the gas station. And my truck went the fuck out on me, took a crap. And so what I did, I, I took a risk. Thank goodness I was downhill. And my dumb ass didn't go to the gas station that was a block away. Because I was trying to get to the one that was on the way to the stove. Right? So, um... I pretty much tried to go get gas for it, went and got a gas can. It didn't all work. So I, you know, I just coast down the hill to the gas station, went and got my gas, and I was back on what I needed to get back on. And I may lose my job too, fellas. Cause today I um did not keep my mute button on and I accidentally cussed out one of the customers. So <laughs> shit. You might be seeing me a lot more often. <laughs> Fuck. Ah. Damn. That's fucked up. And I know you've seen that crazy Astral World footage that could probably get me canceled by the woke mobs, but is is that shit the end of trap music? Cause man, I hope so. That shit is oh my I'm tired of that shit. God damn it, Travis Scott, what the fuck? I miss that OG shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that angry old man rap. Yes, I like that shit. Fuck you. I grew up in the goddamn 90s. Eat a dick. Okay? I love that shit. Shit, man. And guys, calm down with your black pill shit. I see you in the chat. Big up Wizzo. Big up America's Craig. Shinobi. All my brothers. Big up. But, goddamn it. Get the black pill out of your damn gut. Shit. Have hope. God damn it. 
doom-pilled ass niggas. <laughs> Shit. Have a little hope. But I understand why y'all are coming from what y'all coming from. Because a lot of this shit was kind of weird and all um, Vanity Fair-ish. Kind of looked like that part in Eyes Wide Shut where the fucking costume masquerade party started getting really freaky and shit got real. Yeah, that's what that shit kind of reminded me of too. But calm down, motherfuckers. Goddamn. Shit. You guys know I'm agnostic, right? God damn. And don't leave the room yet. Don't leave the show yet, motherfucker, just because I announced it. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. Yeah. And then there was reports of a dude getting needle poked. You know, security guards getting needle poked and shit. Oh, hell no. Nah. Hell the fuck not. Uh-uh. No. No, 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 no. I ain't trying to get that shit, nigga. Hell no. Nah. That, that's some scary ass shit. Oh, man. Oh, See, when I was looking at all of the reports, it's it's not really Travis Scott's fault. Yes, it is. But it, it, I, I blame it on the promoters, Live Nation, right? And because of that company, you know, they allowed Travis to do this bullshit, you know? Um, Travis gotten, you know, he gotten deemed for this bullshit before. This happened at a what? A Walmart festival? Whatever the fuck. I didn't know Walmart had a festival. God damn. <laughs> you know what I'm Am I sleeping or what? But yeah, it happened with Scott when he was at the Walmart thing at before. He gotten he even gotten charges for this shit. But I put the blame on Live Nation. It's one of those things where Shamey wants. No, no, no. Fool me once, shame on you. But fool me twice, shame on me. And in this case, we're blaming Live Nation because they led this shit. Yeah, there's the there's the portal to hell. There's the upside down cross outside the stage. Calm down. Put your Bibles down for a minute, man. Let's look at the bullshit that was happening. All right? You know... Most of this responsibility is on Live Nation, and y'all need to cut that shit out. And and putting this out here, it, this ain't helping. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, it's true, Sherm talked about Woodstock '99, and boy, I remember that shit. But um, some I got some boomers that listen to me as well. They remember not Woodstock because some babies were actually born at Woodstock. The first one, babies were actually born in that. So there's one, but Altamont, and this was, you know, the, that same festival where they hired the Rolling Stones, uh, no, no, the Rolling Stones hired Hell's Angels to be security in that show. Crazy, ain't it? <laughs> they hired them, um, what, they hired them and paid them in beer, uh, like a pallet of beer or something, and... Uh, some black dude got stabbed in the stage. I mean, you know, out in the crowd and shit. So that was kind of crazy. Um, yeah, th these festivals, shit like this happens. You know, people like to bring the kids. The youngest that was killed in that Travis Scott thing was 14 years old. And my heart's out to every one of them families. And um, us good men are pretty much gone. We don't work that shit very much. 
I mean, most of the people that were working that shit were females, you know. Um, hashtag no, but goddamn, it was too gynoed up. And this is what happens when you got women running shit. You know, one lady passed the fuck out. Bitch, you were supposed to be doing um EMT work. You supposed to be helping folks out. What the fuck is wrong with you? So yeah, and I seen her little interview with some bullshit. Um, yeah, Craig, that is right. Hell's Angels stabbed that guy to death while sympathy for the devil was played. Strange, isn't it? But nah, man, I ain't gonna read too far into it, man. I mean, yeah, there's a rabbit hole to go down if you want to go down it, but you know, that's not where my head's at right now, my G. You know, I just want to look at the facts as they are and then let let the cards fall where they may afterwards, right? The concert promoters, all in all, um, for promoting this wild shit is their fault. And speaking of wild parties, <laughs> oh, man, speaking of wild parties, we must bring the ruckus. To all you motherfuckers, welcome to the Kyle Rittenhouse dance party. <laughs> yeah. Woo. That's right. You didn't think that made sense when I used to say it on Tico's show, huh? It's finally here. Uh, big ups to my man Nick Ricada for beating out the woke mob on covering this. I personally think that Kyle may be let off. But if Kyle doesn't get let off, that's going to squarely be in the hands. That's going to rest in the hands of the of, of his defense, of his lawyers. Because his lawyers did a shit job. Okay, they did all of the basic things right. But when it came to the critical shit, you know, well, with the exception of interviewing the uh, one-armed man, um, they didn't do too good. And, and the sad thing about that also... Tico, he must be thinking about me, um, is Kyle Rittenhouse decided to go up on the stand. He had no business going there. And if he loses this shit, that's why. And that's why I'm like, you know, you know, white folks, y'all shouldn't be rioting after this. You know, BLM shouldn't be fucking around. Wokey shouldn't even be rioting after this. Just take it with a grain of salt. I mean, then right after that, what's going to end up happening is the Ahmaud Arbery, you know, the jogger that got Minecrafted for trying to run and shit like that. There's that bullshit coming up next. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, be on the lookout for that bullshit. But yeah, um, America, you say, why was he crying? Well, shit. He was trying to elicit sympathy out of the jury. And... It was better if he did not go to the stand in the fucking first place, you know. And I'm hearing reports that the lead lawyer in his case is a registered Democrat. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt, if you will. You may want to look that up. That's Mark Richards. Look that up. He's that's the lead attorney for Kyle and all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? So. If Kyle doesn't get off, it's probably because the defense is weak. See, they failed at giving objections when they should have. They dropped the ball on the critical matters in the case. Hell, even the judge did more on ob objections than the defense did. So that should tell you something, right? 
So, um, you know, keep up some hope, man. I mean, for all of you, and I don't want y'all smoking on hopium because there's a problem with that too. But for all my doom pillars and black pillars, don't give up too quickly. Keep just a glimmer of hope. If you can on this next segment. Um, look, let's take a brief moment of MGTOW. Now, you brothers, we're going our own way, right? You know I'm going my own way, right? We're all struggling with a thing called precarious manhood. And I'm going to get back to that here in just a moment. But let's let's turn our attention to our, our number one fan, Fauci. He's evil to everybody. This motherfucker is evil to everybody. Testing on puppies and shit. He got Big Bird from Sesame Street vaccine and shit. What the fuck? I just, yo, yo, wait. I just noticed something. Big Bird must have caught it from some bird on his trip to Beijing. Man, hey, Big Bird, you better leave them bird hookers alone, man. You better than this. Come on, man. I grew up on the street, too. You better than this, Big Bird. What the fuck? Or is the left trying to troll us? Are they trying to troll us? What was it, a Twitter post? Big Bird talking about he getting the vaccine? What the hell? And speaking of the left, it looks like they're trying to abandon every type of a live and let live person. Any independent thinker, any independent voter altogether. And look no further than those debacles happening with Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle. They're best friends in real life. I mean, both got their asses handed to them by the lamestream media, and they had a field day with them. But they 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 busted back. They shot back at him, you know. Um, that that famous scene with him, uh, Joe Rogan and and Sanjay Gupta from CNN, and he ripped him a new one as well as he should. Um. When Dave Chappelle did the closer, that last special from Netflix, I didn't find it too funny, but it made me think. It was more like a speech, and I liked it. You know what I'm saying? And so there's that, you know, and then he had to come up and uh, do his thing, say his piece about the um, about the transgender person he knew, and then they had the nerve to try to um, – throw the ball and thread it through coverage and say that he's using white privilege as an excuse. You know that must have came from a white bitch, all right? Excuse my French. I had to say it. I probably shouldn't have said it like that. I might get, you know, you never know. I might get pulled from that shit. I'm in danger of it because, you know, I'm at YouTube, but I will have the playback here later. Now, I got to say thank you, Wokies. Thank you. Thank you, man, for making Dave Chappelle and Joe Rogan the modern-day Lenny Bruce and Richard Pryor of our time, especially in terms of being First Amendment advocates. You just made them martyrs. You just made them martyrs. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse, you're about to make him a martyr, too, if he doesn't get off. You're about to make him a martyr, too. You know? And... um. Look no further than New Jersey 
and Virginia's gubernatorial elections. Now, this is a sneak at this is a sneak peek at last at next year. This is a sneak preview of next year, bitches. So get ready. You know, because watch that red wave come through and just slap the shit out of them motherfucking wokies. They won't know what hit them. All right. Let's shift gears a bit, right? Let's talk a little football. Now, John Gruden, a.k.a. Chucky, because <laughs> the motherfucker looked like Chucky. I'm sorry, man. He looked like Chucky. <laughs> he, he did nothing wrong. He did nothing wrong. Now, I'm not a Raiders fan. I'm going to tell you what team is, is my team here in a minute, though. But John, Cru John Gruden didn't do nothing wrong. This is basically the commissioner. The commissioner of the NFL is being a woke-ass bitch, sending out all these Stasi motherfuckers, you know, it, it, leaking emails from 10, 11 years ago, and canceling motherfuckers after the fact. This is Roger Goodell's fucking doing. And speaking of which, I wouldn't put it past me if this was the, this is what happened with Aaron Rodgers. Now, at the time of this recording, he's going to be, he should be playing the Seahawks tomorrow, coming off of the Roni. And um, he was saying that he was immunized and all of that. And, you know, that kind of gotten, they, they, people were focusing in on that, even had Michael Strahan's, you know, daytime TV show going ass, getting all triggered about it. It had CeeDee Lamb's bitch ass being all triggered about it. I'm going to tell you why he was triggered about that shit. Because he was a diva him damn. He's a diva his damn self. You know those NFL wide receivers that whine like a year or two after they get on a pro team coming from college. And they keep whining about getting the ball. And they wonder why they got all of these motherfucking charges for doing dumb shit out off the field. And yeah, and he got the nerve to say some shit about Aaron Rodgers. Fuck you. That's my quarterback. Yeah, I'm a Packers fan. But then again, I'm starting to fall out of love with the Packers. In fact, I fell out of love with the NFL altogether. Too fucking wokey. You know what I'm saying? I seen a motherfucker, right? I don't know. What is it? Odell Beckham Jr. And on the back of his helmet, he had Breonna Taylor on there. Bro, what, what the fuck? Let's, let's let's wear our politics in our on our helmets now. What the fuck is this shit? All right. And as for Aaron Rodgers, he gave 15 years of his whole fucking career, and this is the thanks he gets. You know what I'm saying? They tried to pay, he had what two three years left on his contract, and they tried to pass him over for a fucking first rounder that ain't worth a fuck. And it and it showed. They damn near got shut out by. Patrick Mahomes' team, uh, the Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs, they damn near gotten shut out. They let them have that seven points. And the Chiefs ain't even all that good this year. What the fuck? Right? So, yeah, Aaron Rodgers called it like he saw it. He said there was a woke mob coming after him. And you know what? I, I know you brothers is red-pilled and, 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 and black-pilled with it. You know what it is. You got that... You got that knowledge. You're the most intelligent fucking fans. You're the most intelligent 
you know, content creators, content providers in the world. And I'm not just saying this because you got one leg up over these sons of bitches. But that's also your downfall, too. You know too much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Have you ever felt like, damn, you know, I, I probably wish I shouldn't have took this pill because I know a little bit too much. You know what I'm saying? I know a little too much than I was supposed to know. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and now I know this shit. Why? It's like walking in on your parents fucking at the age of 12 or some shit. You know? I wish I had not. Yo, I can't unsee this shit. Oh, well, I'm falling off topic. Back to my man's Aaron Rodgers, though. He was fined. You know? And the Packers were fined for, what, 300000 bucks, And that, that right there is a drop in the bucket. In the bucket. Shit like that, you know. So that was a drop in the bucket. The woke mob, of course, came after Rogers about that shit. Most certainly, most certainly. And then, there, you know, folks like, um, I don't know. I don't want to name no names, but they want to turn that shit into a race thing. No, I've already named the name. C.D. Lamb was trying to turn it into a thing like that. Like, nigga, you are a fucking diva. Rodgers, that's a future Hall of Famer. Get it right. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Maybe I'm biased because I'm a Packer fan and all that. Oh, well. What idiots, man. Fucking idiots. Speaking of idiots, <laughs> why is the crate challenge still a fucking thing? Hmm? Can somebody tell me that shit? <laughs> Fuck. Can somebody tell me some shit like that, man? God damn. Well, you know I'm MGTOW, right? You guys are MGTOW as well. Um, I, Just the other day, and, and, and I don't know. You guys know what this thing called precarious manhood is? What it is is that we as men, right, we're damned if we do and we're damned if we don't. Name, name your situation. Put it up there. Know it. You know, we're damned if we do and we're damned if we don't. Right. No matter what the fuck we do, no matter what the fuck we do, it's always the man's fault. So I'm going to put up a little something here. And while that's going on, I'm going to go ahead and throw up the link for the chat or i'm gonna throw up the link for anyone that wants to come on through and kick it with your man so i'm gonna play here for us the uh interview that he did with pat bet david i think it's um wonderful um you know insightful footage that you all should see so um give me a moment i'm gonna put this up here for us all righty all right, gonna throw that up, share my screen, share that audio. I'll turn it up as high as I can, brother, and we'll just do it that way. Craig, I see you. After this comes on, tell me what you think about it, all right? Just a moment. Come on, goddammit. Come on, goddammit. Uh-oh. Man, this motherfucker ain't been working right. Shit. Do it.
<laughs> All right. Fair use, motherfuckers. Fair use. God damn it. Oh. So it's up here too. Uh, where's the brand at? Where the banner at? And shit, goddamn. There we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. Throw that up there. Okay. Let's get it. Why do you think some people get uncomfortable when you talk about, you know, I, I, I don't know what university it was you were speaking at. People were rioting against you, protesting against you. They were not happy about you speaking. Some people just wanted to hear your argument, but they, they tried to silence your message. Why do you think this message of the boy crisis, you know, some people have a hard time listening to? Well, to answer that question, we're going to have to go deep quickly, uh, which is that historically and biologically, um, men were programmed to be disposable. And we would be programmed to be disposable to be uh, able to save the lives of women. So every generation had its war, and every generation had some version of Uncle Sam saying, we need you. Goddamn um, right. And, and, the, and we, we all knew as males that you know, Uncle Joe, who was in the Marines, was the respected mm -hmm. um, person in the family. And we wanted to be, you know, we were being criticized by our parents. We wanted to be respected. So we accept the social bribe, what I call the social bribe of being called hero, um, to get that type of respect. And women learn to fall in love with the officer and the gentleman, not the private and the pacifist. Uh, so we knew we would be, if we were willing to risk our lives to save women, to save children, to save other men, um, save the country, uh, that we would be more loved. We would be uh, the person that was you know, fallen in love with um, by the woman who wanted the officer and the gentleman and not that private and the pacifist. Uh, we learned on some level that Lois Lane had no interest in Clark Kent, but the same person in Superman uniform, uh, what she fell in love with. And so we, uh, so when, when men complain, uh, women are programmed to fall in love with alpha men, not whining men. And so when men complain, it feels to women like, a, 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 let's say, a chalk on a blackboard, uh, scratching, uh, nails <laughs> scratching on a blackboard. Uh, it feels, it doesn't feel right to women. Women instinctively withdraw from men who express what concerns them. Uh, they want them to be there to deal with what concerns the women. And so, um, and, the, and the, the process of becoming successful as a man um, is inversely related to the process to, of, of becoming successful in love. And so since we have a lot of entrepreneurs in the line, I'll be glad to take that one at a much deeper level, but uh, that's the, you know, the underlying biological and historical background as to why we don't, we're not as empathetic to boys and men complaining or expressing their hurt, their pain, their feelings, their fears. Now, you know, to go, to go, and I want to unpack that, but to go back where the audience kind of knows your history, you're not somebody that started thinking like this your entire life. You were originally part of the uh, uh, feminist movement. Matter of fact, I think there's a picture with you and Gloria Steinem, who was the spokesperson or spokeswoman or even the leader for the American feminist movement in America. And uh, you were kind of going in that direction. Can you kind of walk us through your history and what made you flip and switch? 
Yes. First of all, I don't feel I have flipped and switched, but it's definitely true that um, I was the only man ever elected three times to the board of directors of the National Organization for Women in New York City. And I spoke all around the world on women's issues. And, um, and my income came completely from speaking around the world on women's issues. And I, I suppose I was probably the, um, the best known male spokesperson for women's issues. And so, I, yes, I was very close to Gloria Steinem, Betty Friedan, and all the initial leaders of the women's movement. And I think things began to, uh, and so I, I never considered, I always considered myself, I would say, a, gender, a person in favor of a gender liberation movement. I never wanted women to be criticizing men or women's movement to be focused on criticizing men. I never wanted a men's movement to be focused on criticizing women. I always wanted both sexes to understand that for the first time in human history, uh, we had an opportunity to not be dominated by not patriarchy, but because I don't think we were dominated by patriarchy, we were dominated by a need to survive. And to survive, uh, women and men in most societies played roles. Women's role was essentially raise children. Men's role was essentially raise money. Um, women uh, didn't feel that they would get much social praise. So uh, they had social bribes to be mothers um, and to raise children and to do that well. And men had social bribes that you weren't worth much of anything if you didn't uh, either participate in the possibility of being disposable in war or being disposable in the workplace, either by um, working the hazardous jobs or by um, working 60, 70, 80 hours a week where you might die at the desk from stress and overwork. Uh, but your job was to earn enough money to be able to support not just your wife and your children. And so you didn't think much of yourself and other people didn't think much of you um, if you were an unemployed person living in your family's basement. Um, and hoping that a woman would save you, but you were really good looking and uh, sweet and kind and had a good emotional intelligence. So then maybe let me ask the question in a different oh, way. How so I, you, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't do, do the second part of that question, which is, how, you know, what made me evolve from that? And I, yeah, I but, but you said you said not much has. So let me let me ask the question in a different way. So sure. if you've been the same from the 60s and 70s till today, then it would only be the right question to ask, has the movement of feminism changed from what it originally was to what it is today? The answer is three answers to that. Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> Got it. So the, the original focus on the women's movement was um, that there was uh, that, you know, uh, Helen Reddy, I am woman, I am strong. Um, it has increasingly become, I am woman, I've been wronged. Hashtag me too. I've been wronged. Um, women, and then and then uh, it, there was always an anti-male dimension to the feminist movement. Even in the early days, my former wife, who is a, a very wonderful woman, um, said to me, um, "You know, you don't want to get involved with the women's movement. It's really anti a lot of anti-male." And my response was, "Well, it may be anti-male for a while, but I don't think that that will um, increase." Um, as men start listening to it and men and women, men and women's roles tend to, to change and to modify. I think both sexes' roles will change and modify. However, I do think men's roles will change much more slowly than women's roles will change. And my former wife um, said, was that because you feel men have the power? I said, no, they don't have the power to speak up about the limitations of their roles. Uh, we, are, we are programmed to protect women and to 
to be able to do what women asked for. And right now, women are the first ones speaking up um, to be able to be more flexible in who they want to be, uh, to be able to, if, when children come, um, women express um, they, uh, they have three choices. Um, choice number one is to be full-time with the children if they're married and middle class or above. Um, choice number two is to be full-time with the workplace. Um, choice number three is to be um, part work part-time. Um, and men also have, you know, say, well, we have three options too. And option one is to work full-time. Option two is to work full-time. Option three is to work full-time. Or if they're a working class men to work two um, jobs. And if they're a, um, a, a corporate executive, it's to, um, or um, in, involved in, in uh, their middle and upper middle class men, it's often to work more hours at the same job or to become more successful. So a person who was a local salesperson for Product X uh, might feel um, much more inclined to accept a, a position as national salesperson. But as a national salesperson, he finds himself uh, leaving his um, experiencing the father's catch-22. And the father's catch-22 is learning to love his family by being away from the love of his family. And um, and so he um, then feels he, he's 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 doing this increased amount of money earning to be able to give his family's his family options that he never had he wants to buy a uh, a better home in a better neighborhood with a better school system for his kids um and a better home for both his wife and his kids and uh, and so he gets caught up in that but then spends less and less time for the kids and wife that he really loves and he's working for until sometimes he does things he learns he learns things to be successful at work that are the opposite of what it takes to be successful in love and he doesn't know that he's doing that and the wife and the wife and children don't know that he's doing that but you know i'll be happy to share with you what that tension is uh, that often leads to many successful men um, ending up um, getting uh, divorced or not getting divorced because their wife needs the security economically that he provides but he senses underneath uh, that his wife is really hanging around to, to love the children and have that security rather than feeling loved himself. Well, let, let, me, let me ask this. So common reasons why women get a divorce. All right. All right. Yeah, man. And so that's Valuetainment. Uh, Warren Farrell with uh, two R's and two L's. He's the writer of The Boy Crisis legendary book i think every man that is red pilled or black pilled should have it and um you could see the rest of the interview there um when i saw that it I, my eyes lit up because he um he's now it being put on a bigger platform to say what you know a lot of these simps are scared to say and that's a wonderful thing all right. Hey, what's happening with you, Craig Furnash? You might want to change up your dog on Avatar. We can get a name on that motherfucker, man. Shit. <laughs> what's up, man? Same old, same old. Can you hear me? Yep. I can hear you all right. What's happening with you? Well, long week, sore as hell. That's all I can say. But as far as, you know, the whole boy crisis thing, I mean... It can be looked at two or three different ways. One, I mean, more and more boys are walking away <laughs> as the message spreads. And, you know, no longer viewing themselves or allowing themselves to be disposable. And I, I only hope that spreads further. 
you know what I'm talking about. Right. Right. Then, of course, there's the, the long-term poisoning of, you know, humankind. You know, just, you know, PVC uh, plastic, just the, the xenoestrogen. Yeah, that's getting um, deeper into the matter. Uh, when and, and, fellas, if you are going out there shopping and whatnot, if you haven't did this yet, I know Black Friday's coming up. But um, if you, you know, get more cast iron, you know what I'm saying, when you're cooking your food, um, if you got containers to keep your food in, make sure that they're metal, you know what I'm saying, more so than plastic, because nowadays plastic has leaching chemicals like uh, BPA, bisphenol A, as it's, you know, scientifically known. And the more you take that type of thing in, it um, fucks around with your hormone hormonal structure, and um, you start to get a lot more um, estrogen than so than so any uh, testosterone within you. And as my man calls it, it's the hormone of the gods, man. They don't call it that for no reason. Anything bonding with us with chlorines and whatnot, loves fat cells, you know. Pretty much, it's it's a cascade failure at that point. Once you have a certain amount of uh, body mass, so the more your body absorbs of that stuff, and you know, you, you see the big boulder rolling down the hill at that point. Health right up. Yeah. I, know, I, 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 I won't lie. I'm, I'm I'm a chunky guy. I can lose some tonnage, <laughs> but you know, I'm also fifty. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, as for me and myself, I'm I'm doing fairly well. I mean, over the past five years, I've gained twenty pounds. Um, I, I'm a I'm a little dude. I'm not even gonna lie to you, man. I'm I'm under six foot. God damn it, I'm under six figures. And the other six, okay, I got that shit in control because I'm black. <laughs> no, I was fucking with you. But uh, real shit though. Um, I've I've gained a little weight, and as we start to age. Our testosterone levels, our T levels go down. So, um, man, I do recommend that, um, you know. Um, I mean, it's not for me. To, go I, ahead. Because I've had, like, a couple of back injuries, and I've also had my, my gut sewn back together. I had, like, a double hernia. Oh, um, shit. So I can't exercise. I, I do a lot of walking. Shit ton of walking. But as far as lifting goes, I don't want to risk hearing a crack noise and, like, not feeling my legs or something like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've seen that happen to people. So, yeah, man. But, yeah, people no longer, they're, they're getting tired of wearing the mask. But that's, that's why they're doubling down and doubling down and doubling down. They're saying, the hell is, like, you know, pretending to be one of, you know, you people. We just going to throw the mask aside. What are you going to do about it? They no longer want to hide the fact that effectively they're they're servants of precedent. Uh, they're not pawns; they're tools. They know they're being used, but they're happy being the tools that they are. You know what I'm saying? You got that right. That's some crazy ass shit, my G. Oh shit, man! Uh, guess who came to kick it with us? Oh. Yeah. Look at the cuddle monster. Look at the cuddle monster. Yeah. 
All right, uh, Craig, turn up your mic a little bit because it's a little on the low side. Hey, thanks. So, how you doing today? Hey, yo, man, I'm in the bucket. It's been a good month since I did my thing, and uh, I'm uh, back in the deal and back in business. And uh, I like to say uh, it, it feels great to be back with y'all and and uh, catching back up with you and doing my thing. And I don't know, man, it's, it's just an all-around good feeling and, well, yeah. um, and all of that stuff. What you got for me, man? What's been happening with you, Wynn? Oh, I'm busy getting my ass whooped by the whole damn lemon tree. Lemon tree? Yeah, lemon tree. Sit. Okay, right, elaborate. Uh, basically, taking vacation time that I wasn't planning on taking to unfuck somebody else's fuck-ups because they decided to hit a family member, hit the car, you see, we're drinking, driving, you know, usual. God damn, Ojo. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just, I just been cleaning, cleaning up after cleaning up the lemon tree leaves off out of my goddamn scalp, out of my, out of my uh, carcass, out of my metaphorical carcass, and basically. It, it just feels like somebody uprooted. This this week just feels like somebody then uprooted a whole freaking lemon tree, roots and everything. You just started beating me with it. And after they got done beating me with it, they forced a lemon, one lemon down my throat, and one then lemon up my behind, and continued to beat me with the branches. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Ah. I know that feeling, son. So basically, we got so we got one person with two crack ribs, one person where I where can't lift much because their knees are bruised, and now the person with the bruised knees has a blown blood vessel in their eyeball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was supposed to go back to my truck tonight, but but yeah, ER visit. <laughs> Yeah, shit. Um, oh, off topic. You know, um, I had up earlier the voice writing video that. Hold on, I'm gonna mute you for just a little while there, Wind. Um, I had up the boy crisis video by uh, with Warren Farrell. He had gotten interviewed by um, a pretty um, what is it called? Um, it, it's a mainstream deal. Now, Valuetainment, the guy has gotten, you know, he's pretty big at YouTube and he's interviewed damn near everybody. He's probably the modern day fucking Larry King live nowadays. But um, now it's um, it's apparent, you know, that's now hit the mainstream and, you know, it's a good thing to see that he's out there. But I got one misgiving behind Warren Farrell, though. Of course, he was a part of that second wave of feminism thing being a part of now. And so he comes off as a virus scan to me. He shows you the virus, but doesn't quite help you get rid of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? He doesn't want to be hung with the rest. He doesn't want to get... He, he doesn't want... He doesn't... He's afraid of... He, I don't know. He wants this stuff to continue, like everybody to piss else. He wants this to continue. He what's wants, that? He knows it's happening. He knows it's he, happening. He knows it's how he knows what's happening. He knows the fear mongering. 
and he wants it to, to get worse. He wants what to you yeah. The thing is, is like nobody should want to live like this. And you know, nobody should be forced to live like this. The thing is, is like it's wrong. It is completely. It is a wrong way to go. It is the wrong way to go about doing things. You know, this whole from twenty from the end of twenty nineteen to today, everything is so wrong. You know, it's like people who have no morals. And they don't care. Anymore. Why they don't care. And a society with no morals and is willing to give up everything for the sake of fear, a society that's doomed to collapse. Exactly. Just wait. Um, right, look here. Don't get used to it. All I can say is like, if this stuff continues to go down downhill, don't get used to this way of life. You know? Word. Don't get used to this way of life. And this one of can end at the blink of an eye. This can all end. Exactly. And I, and here's another thing. It's in a way, a lot of things are necessary. Ideas, ideas are good. Emotion is all right, but ideas too many idea too many ideas linked to emotion. I've said it once before, and I'm gonna say it again. There are too many ideas. Not only ideas, but ideas linked to emotion. You know? Ideas aren't bad. It's that when there are too many of them and they're all and mo and, and a lot of them are linked to emotion, that's when it becomes bad. Because look what we have today. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh I mean Go look, ahead. At look at Rome, look at Babylon. Babylon had too many ideas. Linked ah. to emotion. Rome had too many ideas linked to emotion. You know? Egypt had too many ideas linked to emotion. Or the ancient Egyptians. Sumeria. Ba um, Babylon, Samaria, Egypt, or Rome, Sparta, Etruscans. Heck, every culture that is not there is, has, that is not here today, before the Ottoman Empire, we had too many ideas linked to emotion. Even the Ottoman Empire had too many ideas linked to emotion. The ideas linked to emotion stem from a dictator, from an Ottoman ruler, where he was basically top of the food chain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you go in the world past World War I, the collapse of the Ottoman Empire, where you had the last remnants of Carthage. The ideas linked to emotion destroyed Carthage, destroyed the remnants of Carthage, basically, a, aka in a form of Benito Mussolini, because of a because of an old Italian grudge that that they had with the Carthaginians or the Moors. Every culture that has collapsed, and, and and you know what, a lot of and some of those cultures. Went through Afghanistan. 
Mm-hmm. I, I remember you talking about that a while back. I remember you the, talking the nation, about the, 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 the graveyard of empires. Yep. Alexander the Great. Or he uh, wasn't so great after going through there. Genghis Khan. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Same thing. Great tacticians. Brilliant tacticians. They let their ambitions. Mm-hmm. Russians. All right. Yeah. Of, yeah, we have a lot of common with the Russians, man. We got our ass. They got our ass. They got their asses kicked by the Afghans, and now we're getting our ass. Now we got our. Now we turn tail and run. Mm-hmm. There was our twenty years. Yep. Shit. Was twenty freaking years. Thirteen. Thirteen. Upon the retreat, how many people did Russia lose? Damn, SCE. It's China's turn now. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shit. You know what? That would really fuck me up if Afghanistan becomes the new America. <laughs> Shit. I'd laugh my ass off. Oh, boy. I would laugh my ass off. Oh, yeah. And speaking of which, um, you know how Arsenio Hall back in the day had this thing where, you know, things that make you go, hmm. Yeah. Well, I got some things that make you go, <laughs> Remember the um the the birthday um stream that gotten you know the, the stream that is not to be named <laughs> you know what I mean? and it ended up getting canceled. You were with me and we showed my buddy and all of that shit and I got the strike. Yeah. Yeah, let let's go back to the whale one more time. <laughs> let's go back to the whale one more time because I got some mischief for these motherfuckers. I got some mischief for you. Let me go give y'all some things that make you go. Tell you tell me what you think about a whole lot. Stop reaching! Stop reaching! Stop reaching! Stop reaching! Stop reaching! Stop reaching! Stop! Okay! Stop! 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 Now, mind you. This guy was trying to, I don't know if my mic's on. There we go. Now, mind you, he ended up, you know, temporarily kidnapping the cop. And so this is what he gets. Stop the car! Stop the car! Stop the car! Stop the car! Put it park! 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 Say what? That's an SUV. Yep. Am I correct? Yeah, now, don't take much. Don't take much to roll an SUV. Put it in park. Put it park. Put it park. Sir, put it park. Put it park. Put it park. Don't shoot me. Stop. Put it park. Please. Put it park. Sir, please. Put it park. Put it park. I can't go. Put it park. Please. Put it park. Put it. 
I fired. I hit him. I hit him. I hit him. Ah, he was. And this is what you know these idiots get for trying to hold court in the street. And I'm totally against that. You know what I mean? Just get it over with. Take your ticket. Or if you got a fucking warrant, motherfucker, handle that shit. Do the motherfucking time. Alright, anyway. Another one of these things that make you go <laughs> Check this shit out. Sucks to suck. Yes, you just fucking all over my building. Get out! Get out! Go back to my ship! Get out of here! Go fast! Nice Get out Yeah, I'm not kidding you too. Go to the bathroom. Yeah. Nice, nice girl, huh? She just nice. She just broke my machine. Fucking piece of shit. Go to the bathroom. Shut up, bitch. Oh God, you was drinking. Shut up, bitch. Nice lady. Here you are, San Francisco's finest. From the desk, bitch. Yeah, you broke my machine. These are, these are, these are Western women. Oh boy. Yeah, another one of them things that just make you go. Check oh this boy! Out. Taking place in the church, <laughs> Americans. Uh -oh. Where you at? <laughs> you might want to weigh in on this shit. Check oh, yeah. this shit out. I gotta. I wish I had some popcorn for this. Right. Let's see if that started. The strong and independent women at in hey. the audience. Where the are all the strong and independent women? Know how that a lot of that was men. Uh huh. Oh, and I'm gonna show you where all the strong and independent women at. Another one of them things that just make you go. Check this shit out.
Hey, let me see your hands. Get your hands up in the air. I don't got no weapon. All right, step out. Step out for Why me. Why you pointing your weapon at me? Hey, get your hands up. Get your fucking. Yeah. Get your hands up. Get your hands up. Shoot my fucking. Get your hands up. Show us your other hand. Get your hands up. See, see, mm. trying to hold court, trying to fucking mm -hmm. hold court, and that's what your ass get. Comply like or full, die. That, that was like a full, full court press, you know. Sure, the fuck did. I mean, shit, strong and independent. Don't need no man. You know what I'm saying? Yep. When trying that man, act. when that man pulled gun on you, you know. Trying mm -hmm. to play like a man, you end up paying like one. Yep. Permanently. All right. Alright, so here's another one them of these things. Them Teflon tits ain't no joke. <laughs> there's another one of these things that make it go <laughs> Check your shit. You got knocked the fuck out. Damn, look at the turd cutter on that big mother. You know no. this happened in Brazil, right? <laughs> That's Brazil? Yeah. On the countryside. That's the countryside? Notice how nobody's saying English words. They got bricks and shit. Yeah, we don't like. Yeah, we don't. We don't stand a chance. We don't stand a chance in hell. Oh yeah, this ain't looking good. You get knocked out, Brick. Oh, what the? It. Mm. <laughs> he was trying to work out at the Anytime Fitness, and then 
Kabam. Are you okay? Woman Are you driver. Okay? Like you cut G. <laughs> Happened in Boston. Backseat mandate. It's getting bad. It's getting bad. It's getting Kind of got a uh, fire hole stream on that motherfucker. Yeah, bear mace, real shit. Um, This is in Leipzig, Germany. Mass, not mass mandates, vax mandates. This is backfiring. This is really backfiring. Ja, alles wird, alles wird gut. Alles wird gut. Is that a motherfucking Pinsky truck? <laughs> oh, they drive like a Swift. They drive like Swift. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, that was a steep ass turn. This shit kind of looked mm-hmm. like. Fucking San Fran or some shit with the heels they got going on. God dang. I don't even go. I don't even want to go to San Fran. Yeah. No. Motherfucker went straight off. <laughs> Literally gone. That shit probably to roll down. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. ain't gonna like that. Hey, uh, should I show an example on how to handle the deletion of the? Uh... Downvote button for the higher chant for the uh, million for the commercial channels. Well, uh, I, I had a thing for it, and it, it made its rounds on LinkedIn. Is when I said when they announced it on LinkedIn and shit on my feed, I said, "Shit, I wish I could dislike this." And everybody, well, not everybody, but a lot of people, thumbs up that part, that comment. And that's what's gonna happen in place of this because you know we want to coddle some some you know little girl sensitivities all because some fake ass whistleblower thought that you know that mattered more than everyone getting their asses censored and shit and can't talk about you know or you know can't have a diverging opinion on on the fucking Jim Jones juice pisses me off man but anyhow <laughs> let me keep it rocking hold on. 
That is the best last roll cookie he's ever had. He's ever gonna have. Yeah. Oh, oh, I can tell you what happened. High wind, baby. That trail is empty. Is it, you know, yep, that trail is empty. The wind took the trailer. He probably pulled, he probably had to pull the brakes, but that trailer was empty and the wind took it. He better be glad them garters were there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why, why'd you take the trailer, Win? I didn't take the trailer. Well, What's your win? Yeah, I did. I mean, look, I, I wanted to make sure. I wanted to see uh, if I uh, could fly the tra trailer like a cart, like a kite, you know? <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it's a little difficult, but it's, it's possible. I had to blow pretty hard to get that thing off. Fuck yeah. Let's see what we got. White Knight shit. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 And that is why you that is why in the Western country. Say what, Wayne? And that is why in the Western country you give these females a wide berth. You don't let you don't let you don't if if you're they're within your arms range, they're too close. <laughs> you know? If they're if they're in double arm interval, they're still too close. Hell yeah. Cross the freaking street. I mean, you know, if you if you're in a setting like that, he got too close to her. Yeah, yeah. you gotta hit them got dudes to, first. He, he them got to knock out. the dudes out first. Knock the dudes out first, because you know that because you know they're gonna all jump in and 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 and, 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 and square off. As soon as she hits, as soon as she hits you, look for the nearest dude, knock him out, and knock the next dude out. Make sure, make sure you knock them out first. Once they're all on the ground and they don't want to engage, then you knock her out. All right. You guys be, yeah, be listen and learn. Wind is dropping never, some roof bombs in this motherfucker, man. Knock, knock them dudes out first. You never don't leave a single dude with the with the willingness to, to approach you. And then after you've made it clear that you will knock anybody else that got close to you, then you knock that she's still there, because you know she's still gonna be there. Knock your ass out. Knock the dudes out first to show that you can you can fight any dude that steps to you, and then you knock her out. All right, last. They first mistake of getting being anywhere near her or her friends or any other. Still standing? Fuck. Ooh wee. One of them things that make it just go. Like like I said, you she he got too close to her. The sec the second she was able the second she was able to grab reach out and grab your her her your bulk bag, you got too close. The second <laughs> she hit you she hit you. Look for the nearest dude and knock him out. 
and then look for the next one. Knock them out. Just just go on a tirade. Just start knocking, throwing bows, throwing fists, throwing, throwing jaws, dropping dudes left and right. And after all, after he was established, said no, nobody better not step to you. Otherwise, there will be consequences. Knock the knock mm-hmm. her out, and then look at anybody else who wants to who wants to play. Yeah, man, you gotta, you know. And you know what? If her friends are nearby, knock her friends out too. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. Do it. Like, like I said, because like the, the, the I I don't ever I don't ever let let I don't ever have any female anywhere near me where she can grab and do anything to me. Yeah, yeah. Because that, you know, shit can get really, really, really real. Yeah. And then, anyway, I mean, shit, you know the narrative is already swung her way once this shit happens. So start swinging at motherfuckers first. Lay them out. Lay them out. out. Lay them out. Just lay them the fuck out. They're gonna, I mean, it's gonna be like, oh, what did I do to you? You were there. Mm-hmm. You were there. You were around when she when she hit me, and I already know. I'm already taking precautions against you retaliating if I if I if I do anything. So I'm knocking you out first, and I'm gonna knock her out. For <laughs> life, yeah, man. Hey, hey, look. This is like say in 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 a society to where all this stuff can happen. You you don't you never make the vital mistakes of being within arms within within the same sidewalk of her. That is a vital mistake. That is that that is that is detrimental. Mm-hmm. You hey, you better get this, kitties. You better get I mean, this, you, kitties. You can call me whatever you want. You can call me misogynist or whatever. But come on, you just saw what happened. You just witnessed the Jack Fornicacy. You just witnessed the chick hit the dude first. And you're, you're going to sit here and tell me that I'm this evil person. Come on. You, you, is this what, is this, this what we're going with now? Is this what we're going with? If this is what we're going with, that's pretty daggone sad. Holy shit. Somebody got trampled beneath a dump truck during the asteroid shit? Oh, Oh, yeah. And that's another thing, man. God. (laughs) Oh, oh, fuck. (laughs) Fuck all of them. Fuck all of them. Fuck every last one of them. Fuck Astroworld. Hey, look here. Fuck them all. Fuck Astroworld. Fuck what's his name? Travis Scott. Fuck the families. Fuck everybody. That's how I feel. Fuck everybody. Yeah, but... Don't take that black pill yet. You know what I'm saying? Folks do gotta, of course, you know, be aware. I don't give a shit. And understand here, but... um, I don't give a, I don't give a shit anymore. I got, I got my own shit to worry about. Fuck them. Word up. I just got my own shit to worry about. Then then worry about some, 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 some people's dumb shit. You know? Hell yeah. So, uh, when it, it has been an honor and a pleasure, you know what I'm saying, that you showed up to the bucket, my man, and uh, shit, I, I do appreciate it. I mean, yeah, you, Craig, I mean, damn, for some strange reason, y'all show the hell up and y'all deliver, and I got mad love for y'all for doing that, definitely. And um, on that note, I do want to send a shout out to those that, that came here. 
uh, or in the chat still kicking it. Oh, do play this back. You know what I'm saying? Because speaking of Astral World, I got some footage on the incident. You know, mm -hmm. pretty good intro. I crafted it myself. Uh, big shout to Terrence Pop, to Hammer Hand, Mr. Hey Vicious, of course, Kendall Regan. I'll be there later on tonight, one about one o'clock uh, or one thirty uh, Central Time. Okay, over here, my time Central. Uh, big up to Valdez, the Angry Man, Grinch, Mr. Former, Vic Von Frankenstein. We miss you. Rest in peace, Vincent. TFM, big up. Happy Humble Hermit, big up. Line of MGTOW, big up. E-Man 67, big up. Red Pill in the Wind is in here. We doing our thing. Yo, uh, big up to True Sherm, MGTOW checkmate. Living my own way, checkmate. Successful Endeavors, you was here. I see you. Uh, Freaky Jersey Tales, big up. MGTOW Life, Baron Yam, you was up in here. I seen you. Double Lie, big up. Still love you, man. Motherfucking Tico trend, definitely Tico. You know what I'm saying? Thanks for the assist, brother. Um, Duzang, big up. Jinky Show, big up. Garuda, big up. JP, I haven't seen you, but big up on the playback. Shinobi Wan, much love. Craig Furness for showing up. Sunrise Hoodie, the motherfucking Stardust, Thinking Nape, Seafood. Yeah, you're crazy, but I love you, fool. Red Peel Fred, thank you. MGTOW Values RGE, which is Raging Goat Eagle, not resume generating event, because pretty soon I might be getting a new job because this one sucks. Mm -hmm. Unconic Big Up and my man Duality Reality. And of course, America's Deville, how you feel, baby. And um, before I do go, man, uh, let me see here. Put up a little shum shum because it, it, I don't know. It, I'm gonna, I might start a tradition. When wind gets here, I might just do that shit more often than not. Hold on, man. And then we gotta put that up here, and because we want to hear him do his thing. Oh, shit! You know what it is. So I gotta put that up there, and then I gotta get my windows together. Oh yeah, I hear it. Oh man, you guys are up, up here playing Maze with your fake Beverly. Oh, come on. Damn, I can't play it all. Copyright, but you know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have you gonna have me teach trying to teach myself how to play my guitar. Word up. I mean, get up on that shit, man. I had went and got um some DJ decks. Yeah, they're digital, but you know, I haven't DJed since Man, I was a little. And speaking of which, here tonight I'm going to be DJing at a bar, which is my second gig. It's going to be hell dealing with these drunk fuckers. God damn. I'm about to show. Uh, like I said, uh, I I don't. I mean, I'm still teaching myself. I've been teaching myself for the past a lot of years. So this is the. Hold on. What the hell? Okay. I'll play it against the computer. Hold on, let me get my amp. Oh, hell, doll. I got to find my amp. Oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, so when going to play something for us? I ain't actually, look, it's not hooked up. It can't, I mean, I ain't got a, uh, I ain't got no, uh, no uh, 
auxiliary cable for it. But this is the uh, amp. This, uh, this is my setup here. That's my that's Thor right there. My uh, computer. Thor. I'm still. In, I'm in the process of building it. Word up. And that's the amp. That's the amp I use. It's a. It's just a basic Yamaha. GA Tech GA fifteen and this is just the basic Yamaha guitar. Okay, kind of looks like the uh, Stratocaster. Yeah, it's just it's it's a Yamaha Pacifica. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, this is nothing fancy. Yamaha that's all you need. Yeah, also, oh shoot, I forgot to set to show you my distortion pedals that I got. Or my distortion pedal. This is you know, this is all my first. You know, this is all my first. All right. Everything, everything's my first. Yeah, I was. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm a metalhead. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a metal person. All right. You know? Any punk rock? <laughs> I mean, if I if I learn how to play it, yeah, if I learn how to play. I teach myself how to play. Pretty fast, like speed metal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I teach myself how to play. I yeah, there will be there will be a little bit of that, a little bit of that. All right. Oh um, yeah, we gonna get on out. Go ahead, say your outro. This is Red Pill in the Wind. Like, don't let people fear put fear into your soul. Because and don't let people put fear in your soul and and question. The motives of a lot of people. Now, don't if any somebody don't trust anybody who's trying to bribe you, except for your own parents. And even then, question that depending on what it is. If it ain't if it ain't, if it ain't beneficial to you, question it. Absolutely. You know, if they like I said, if they have a horrible track record, question it. Definitely. Yeah. Don't just don't just blindly trust something. Especially especially they have a piss poor track record. This is Rip on the Wind signing off. All right, man. Um, this is what I usually go out with, and I'm gonna bring it on back, dust it off the shelf, and put it on back on everyone else. We are all one big brother. All belong to one father. You tread on one, you hurt another. And that, to me, is brotherhood. Uh-oh. There go my alarm. So I'm going to head on out, my brother. And um, most certainly, thank you for showing up one more again. And uh, I'm going to do this again Saturday because it looks hey, like cool. you know, something that people get into. About 5.30 Central Standard. God damn it, and I got a meditation coming down the pipe for Thanksgiving, so be ready for that. We'll put on up that, in, that outro, and we out.